0: Hi, friends, this is Brett from the Cinema Rewind Podcast. This is another intermission. In these episodes, we're not talking about the uh, top 100 films uh, that the AFI has compiled. These are other movies that I have watched. I'm not going in-depth into the production, the history. No spoilers here. This is just a few movies that I've seen recently that... I want to come in to you, I think. I think most of these that I'm going to talk about today are good. I don't think through this much before I hit record, so we'll see. Let's start with About Time. About Time is a Richard Curtis movie. Now, Richard Curtis is, I mean, some might consider him a little schmaltzy. Some might consider him um, maybe even a little pretentious whatever you think of him he, you can definitely call him british he uh maybe became most famous after uh after the release of his 90 what is it 94 film or something like that um four weddings and a funeral which i've actually mentioned on the main feed of the podcast one of my favorite movies i love four weddings and a funeral it is a perfect kind of ensemble movie Richard Curtis also made famously, maybe his most famous is Notting Hill. I don't know. He also wrote, I believe he wrote for, he and um, Rowan Atkinson, who you might know as Mr. Bean, were partners, um, comedy partners. He wrote for both Mr. Bean and I I think created Mr. Bean with Rowan Atkinson. Also wrote uh, for uh, The Black Adder, which was Rowan Atkinson's other big sitcom in England. Uh, Rowan Atkinson often appears in his films in uh, little cameo roles. But yeah, um, Four Weddings and a Funeral, Notting Hill. Um, What else? Oh yeah, Love Actually, of course, is another of his big ones. The one I want to talk about though is About Time. About Time, I somehow had missed and a friend, my friend uh, mentioned it to me as something I might enjoy. So I decided to watch it. Oh my goodness. I, I watched this for the first time just about three or four years ago. The movie was made in I think about 2013, 2012, maybe I can't remember. Um stars Domino Gleason and um gosh, I always forget her name. Rachel McAdams, Rachel McAdams, um, uh as the kind of the two leads. But as with all Richard Curtis movies, part of the charm and beauty and fun. Of the movie are the is the ensemble. It's the group, and in this case, it's the family. Um, Donald Gleeson's father is played by Bill Nighy. I'm, I'm kind of overpronouncing it, Nighy, not Bill Nye the Science Guy. Obviously, this is the British Bill Nighy. Um, he plays in Love Actually. He's the rock and roll, aging rock and roll star. Um, just a really great uh, British character actor, comp, uh, comedic actor. He plays Domhnall Gleeson's father. Um, Their family is just so beautiful. The conceit of the movie that is revealed early, this is not really much of a spoiler, I'm sure it's probably in the trailer if you watch it, um, is that all the men apparently in, in, um, after Domhnall Gleeson's, I think, 21st birthday, something like that, his dad tells him, it's time you understood that all the men in our family can travel back in time we can't travel forward we can only travel back and only within our own lives um and to to redo things which is an interesting conceit it's full of i mean if you if you if you think too deeply about it <laughs> there's too many holes um, to really sustain that conceit but that's not the point of the movie it is a just a lovely family who loves each other and that's again everything that i love about richard curtis um, the, you know, the the heart of it is a romantic comedy, of course, and and I think that's good as far as that goes. But really, what sustains it, what carries this movie, is the the power of the love of this family, this father who loves his his son so so well, so deeply, so uh, generously, um, and I do think it it uh, invites you to to ponder how you want to live your life. To think about um, what if I lived my life knowing that this uh, that I could I could repeat this day if I wanted to, but instead was just aware of the people around me and was here to inject love into my life sounds cheesy it's just great. I highly commend it to you. Um, great uh, side character Tom Hollander, who's one of my other favorite he was in a TV show called Rev which was a British show about a vicar in inner city, London, uh, which is one of my very favorite shows, Tom Hollander. He is also plays uh, cousin Thomas. Is that his name in pride and prejudice in the, the Keira Knightley version Thomas. Is that his name? sorry. I can't remember. Uh, he's just a wonderful actor and he plays a really funny role in uh, this movie about time. All right. About time. Next LA confidential. Ooh. Okay. So this is one that I slept on that I have not had not seen until I watched it just last week. Oh my gosh! Okay, so nineteen ninety I think I think that's the right year because that was the year that Titanic came out. Or the, um, yeah came out and and won all of the Oscars. Um, like it blew blew everything away. I think it even set records for the Oscars. I I, rem- I have a very clear memory of watching this oscar ceremony i have a very clear memory because it also was the year that goodwill hunting was up and so it was just such a lovely moment when when matt damon and ben affleck won the best original screenplay i believe is what they won and it was just such a fun uh uh, ceremony uh oscar ceremony it was the same year that la confidential came out and la confidential was one that i had not did not watch that year Oh man, this is such a great movie. If this comes out in any other year before or after Titanic, I just can't imagine it not sweeping. It is so, so good. It's a bit of a noir, um, some, uh, I don't wanna say thriller, but detective story. Um, uh, It's a Los Angeles story, definitely set in Los Angeles. Guy Pierce, uh, uh, Russell Crowe, Kevin Spacey, Russell Crowe, my soul. He was so good. He used to be so good. Oh my gosh. Gladiator. This is, um, what, four years maybe? Nah, not four, three years before glad, maybe two years before Gladiator. So this is maybe where we're introduced to him in, in America. Obviously he's Australian actor. Um, my gosh, he's so good in this movie. Um, Kim Basinger, Danny DeVito, so so good. Um it is just it's a it's a fun story with lots of twists. Um and I i, I gotta be one of the best scripts uh that, that that I've seen um uh performed, produced. It is just tight, well written, well performed, well directed. I don't know who directed it. <laughs> I don't know much about it. I didn't do a lot of uh, uh, research on this, and I don't for this these uh, these intermissions. But, uh, man, if you haven't seen L.A. Confidential, I highly, highly recommend it. So good. Next, Sideways. Oh, <laughs> Sideways. Alexander Payne. Again, a movie I slept on. Uh, I think it was in about 2004. 2003 or 2004 that this movie came out um, Alexander Payne is the director if I remember right it is where I think most of us probably were introduced to Paul Giamatti who plays your lead um, and his supporting actor is Thomas Hayden Church Lowell on Wings um, I remember hearing Lowell from Wings which was a show I watched back in the 90s um, plays this kind of gruff guy in an R-rated movie. Like, oh, okay, well, I, I never saw it. Um, it is one of those that I want to put into a category, like I talked last time, A River Runs Through It. Um, maybe something like uh, Chocolat, if you've seen that. Babette's Feast, which is a British, uh, British, a French film, um, which, uh, oh, there's another, an Irish film called Waking Ned Divine. I want to put all these in this category. I want to keep kind of try to compile a category of movies that I just want to live in movies that I want to just go and sit I, that I feel like I can turn on and watch anytime purely because of the setting and of the, um, uh, the, 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 the context of the film, uh, sideways takes place in, uh, Northern California and wine country. Actually, I think more central California, kind of the lower, um, wine country there in, in California. Oh, the, the, uh, the, uh, dry, the, the, the scenery driving through that part of the United States, seeing the, uh, the, all of the different vineyards, uh, and the journey that this, that these characters go on. Uh, there are things that I was not at all expecting to see in this movie and is uh, not for children (laughs) um it is but it is such a i I just think a really well told movie about a man having a midlife crisis unsure about what the last half of his life is going to look like his marriage is over uh he has no children his book can't be published won't be published uh he doesn't even know how to uh, Reign in this this difficult friend, can he find love again? Can he uh accept who he is uh i I don't know it was a great character study again beautifully written uh beautifully shot sideways. get into that one it's a great one uh and then uh copland. <clears throat> We are, uh, getting ready, as I recorded this, uh, to record for the regular feed, uh, uh our next movie, whenever that is, Goodfellas. Uh, Goodfellas is a, <clears throat> uh, one of the great, uh, mob movies ever made, Martin Scorsese. Very closely related to this, with many of the same, well, at least a couple of the same actors, um, is a movie that I had heard, I don't know, I'd heard some people talk about it, and, uh, but I never really heard of the movie, 1997, a movie called Copland, which sounds like, is that like a futuristic world where cops are ever, no, it's nothing like that. Copland. It is, it's, it's, uh, it's a noir, I would say, a, 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 a dark, darker movie. Um, Sylvester Stallone is the lead. He plays a, um, small town sheriff in a town that is in New Jersey, uh, an easy drive from the city, from New York City, where all these policemen have decided to move their families to. um, And they kind of run the town themselves. They are corrupt police. They get away with everything. They're essentially have their own organized crime syndicate. And Sylvester Stallone is the is that is that town's sheriff who couldn't quite make it as a New York City policeman because of an injury that he sustained saving someone's life um His hearing is lost in one ear uh and so he's a bit depressed. Sylvester Stallone, my gosh, when he's in the right role i mean obviously rocky uh Copland is such a great showcase for Sylvester Stallone. He is, um, Sylvester Stallone is best, I think, when he is, uh, when he's weak or when he's uncertain of himself, when he's lost. And, and that's exactly where he, where he is in this movie. And he goes on a journey. But also in this movie, Ray Liotta, Robert De Niro, um, Harvey Keitel. These are, it's just so good. Janine Garofalo in a small role there. Um, Uh, it's, it's a great movie, really suspenseful, interesting, well told. Um, it's not a movie that I think a lot of people have heard of. And so I want to mention it here. Watch Copland. If you like, if you like Goodfellas, if you like, um, that sort of, uh, crime under, uh, underbelly of the city, um, it's, it's a, it's a great one. I really, really, really liked this movie. That's four that I've talked about. I think I'll do one more. Um, Let's do My Blue Heaven. (laughs) Speaking of Goodfellas. Oh, my goodness. My Blue Heaven is a movie that is based on the nonfiction book called Wise Guys, which is the book that Goodfellas is based on. Goodfellas was... Written by uh, Martin Scorsese and the author of *Goodfellas*, *Goodfellas*, oh, the author of *Wise Guys*. Sorry, the the book. Peter, uh, something I can't remember. Sorry. Um, and uh, Peter something's real life wife was c- comedy. I'll say, yeah, light comedy writer Nora Ephron's husband, and so Nora Ephron. Also adapted Wise Guys into a movie. Okay, so Peter and Martin Scorsese adapted Wise Guys into Goodfellas, which is one of the greatest films ever made. I think it's like number ninety something on our list, but it's one of the greatest movies ever made. Just such an incredible movie. Nora, Nora Ephron, Peter's wife, also adapted Wise Guys into a movie called My Blue Heaven, but made it into a comedy. Uh, and I, I, I remember reading a little bit about it. I don't have anything pulled up. I'm just going off my very flawed memory. Um, I initially wanted lots of different people to act in this movie. Ended up with uh, Rick Moranis in the kind of straight role. He plays an FBI agent whose job is to help facilitate a uh, a mobster who has decided to testify against um, the organized crime syndicate. Um, that's Rick, Rick Moranis is is protecting that guy. That guy, the guy who is going into um, uh, into witness protection, um, is a a hard nosed New York gangster, played by Steve Martin. And so this is a comedy uh, in which Steve Martin has the worst New York accent I have ever heard. Steve Martin, one of, of course, the all-time great uh, comedians, stand-up comics, comedic actors. Um, Two of my very favorite comedies of all time are The Jerk. um, Carl Reiner's The Jerk, starring Steve Martin. One of the funniest movies ever made. And uh planes trains and automobiles one of the greatest movies ever made watch it every year Uh, steve martin and john candy Uh, rick moranis love rick moranis from sctv i mean i i was the perfect age for honey i shrunk the kids when that movie came out in about around the same time like just probably i okay i'm guessing on years here but i think my blue heavens around 89 goodfellas is 1990 so I think I think my blue Heavy might have beat it. I think it was eight eighty nine. Uh, I I would I would bet um, that Honey I Shrunk the Kids was about eighty eight, maybe something like that. And uh, so I, mean, I just I loved Rick Moranis. He's so funny. He's and he's really great in this role. Steve Martin is not great in this role. <laughs> I mean, he's still funny. He still makes me laugh. But this movie, oh my gosh, it's just. It's, 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 uh, very silly. There are, uh, uh, Joan Cusack plays, I guess a kind of a rom ends up a romantic, uh, partner for Rick Moranis, uh, which you see coming from a mile away. She's the local DA who uh, is running into problems with uh, Steve Martin and all of this. Oh, it's a mess. It isn't, I will say nothing like Goodfellas other than the fact that there is a, um, <laughs> this isn't even a huge part of goodfellows of course but uh, that there, there is a uh, a a member of the of a of a mob gang who decides to uh, testify against uh, his own gang so um uh, my blue heaven is uh it, it's got it's got some fun to it but uh its it is it it is nowhere in the in the ballpark of a great movie like, like, uh, like Goodfellas. Um, not, and also nothing, no, not, not anywhere close to a comedy, a great comedy like the jerk or plane trains and automobiles. Um, but my blue Heaven, there you go. All right. So that's five movies. That's pretty good. Um, there's several others that I have sitting here on a list that I'll, I'll probably, I may talk about at some point. I don't know. Maybe not. Anyway, I hope that's, uh, Uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on any of those movies that you may have seen Um, and uh, yeah I think Kyle's going to do one of these again someday as well but always stay tuned Thursday mornings uh, we'll release each new episode so grateful that you're uh, listening along with us Uh, we're on uh, Cinema Rewind Pod on all of the social media things so I'd love to interact with you there All right. look forward to interacting with you later. Bye-bye.